Hello, and welcome back to Books on Top of Books podcast. Um, just let me go on a rant for a second. Be a total nerd. My teachers are currently going crazy, and they're on strike. And I was supposed to go back to school two weeks ago, yet here I am. So this podcast is going to be my little nerd haven for now, because even though it seems crazy for someone to want to go back to school, I want to go back to school. I want to learn. I also just really want to learn. Like, it's my nerd place. I'm happy being a nerd, and I'm proud of it. And I will scream that until my throat hurts, that I am happy to be a nerd. I'm proud to be a nerd. And it's not weird. So for all of you out there who are nerds and people make fun of you for it, don't let it bother you, because it's not weird. And the nerds are the ones who are going to go on to do something great. So don't let it bother you. So today we're going to be going over Animal Farm, and it's by George Orwell. He also wrote 1984. I'm... Not sure if there's other books he's written. I haven't really done much research on him. Um, it's been a while since I've read this book, so please just bear with me. Uh, I didn't really like it that much, but we're not talking about that right now. It's time to read the summary, so here goes. In his story of a downtrodden society of overworked, mistreated animals and their quest to create a paradise of progress, justice, and quality, George L. Orwell gives us one of the most scathing satiric fables ever written as ferociously fresh as it was more than half a century ago animal farm is a parable about would-be liberators everywhere as we witness the rise and bloody fall of the revolutionary animals through the lens of our own history we see the seeds of totalitarianism in the most idealistic organizations and in our most charismatic leaders the souls of our cruelest oppressors so i think when george orwell was writing this book he really was trying to put emphasis on things that had happened in our history and things that were currently happening during his time. Um, he calls it a fairy story. Um, I don't know why. It's, it's kind of strange. It doesn't really seem like a fairy story. It's about animals taking over a farm. So they they drive their owner off and they just take over the farm. They come up with their own society where they're free. But it doesn't really work out. They still have to work, and they still have to have leaders, you know? That's just how it works. That's socialism, you know? We can't give every we can't get everything for free. We have to work for it. Someone has to work for it. Even if we get it for free, someone had to work for it. Like, if you go to a garage sale and they have a pile of free stuff, someone still had to work to make that, and someone still had to work to buy those things that they owned. So nothing is truly ever free, and that is a big point, something you really notice in this book, um, there's not really characters to be named. Uh, they don't really get a lot of names. Um, they just talk about the animal they are. They call them horse, pig. Uh, I know Napoleon was one of the leaders, and um, th- that's a Snowball. Snowball is like the ultimate dictator. He's such a horrible person. Such a horrible... He's a pig. He, like, literally, he is a pig in this book, and... Which kind of fits his character. Anyway, uh, something that really stuck out to me in this book was the Seven Commandments. Sort of written based off of the Ten Commandments, which are in the Bible, but kind of different, um... So, the Seven Commandments, which were the laws of Animal Farm, which is what they ended up naming the farm after they took over, are, whatever goes upon two legs is an enemy. So, human, 
um, bird, anything that goes on two legs. I, I can't think of more than a human and a bird. Um, whatever goes upon four legs or has wings is a friend, so I guess birds aren't against them. No animal shall wear clothes. No animal shall sleep in a bed. No animal shall drink alcohol, which some of them do end up drinking alcohol. No animal shall kill another animal, which, spoiler, also happens. And all animals are equal, which ends up changing because you cannot have a society where everyone is equal. There will always be a class. There will be the smarter people and there will be the less smart people. That's how it's always worked and that's how it's always going to be and we can't really do anything to change that what we can do is try to make it as equal as possible but as i said before nothing is free everyone has to work all the time and another thing that stuck out to me in this book is the way that the characters are written it's really written like the revolutionary war but with warning um in his other book, 1984, George Orwell is warning about what happened, what will happen in 1984, the year 1984. Um, and I think that he does that in a lot of his books. I think that he noticed things during his time that made him think, oh, well, this is probably going to happen. And I mean, he was giving a warning writing these books. Uh, age wise, time for the recommendation of ages this book i think it's a good book for all ages i i mean i wouldn't say read it to your little child don't read it to your little child that's not a good idea um uh well awkward silence um i would say any age unless you have a little kid and if it is a little kid i would just warn them beforehand like hey this is a classic novel you might not find it very interesting um to be quite frank i did not find this book very interesting i had to read it for my honors class and it, it didn't interest me and i love classic novels the the bookshelf i am sitting under right now is full of classic novels i probably have like four modern books up there i don't own modern i i mean i'm sitting under alice in wonderland Grimm's fairy tales red badge of courage wizard of oz treasure island persuasion by jane austen rebecca um rolled doll i'm not sure if that's considered a classic just a, a ton a entire shakespeare collection and an entire jane austen collection not to mention an Elvis CD. My point is, if you like classic books, be warned that this book is a classic, but it's not super great. And don't let it ruin your love for classic books. And if you don't like classic books, don't read this book. Read a Jane Austen book. It will help you to fall in love with classic books, or to at least enjoy them. Um... I mean, that just depends on your opinion. If you do like classic books or don't like classic books and you think, oh, this might be a good book, and it is something that's to your taste, that's that's you. Um, I did not like the book. It's only 100 pages in the copy I have, and it took me like three hours to read it, which 100 pages would normally take me an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Uh, book reading, because I don't like it, Opinion-wise, I would say it's like a 
5 out of 10. Uh, classic novel-wise, I'd say that it's very well written. It's a great book. Um, I just didn't enjoy reading it. Uh, there's a quote I would like to read from the book before I sign off and say good day. Um, they did not know which was more shocking, the treachery of the animals who had leagued themselves with Snowball or the cruel retribution they had just witnessed. Since Jones had left the farm until today, no animal had killed another animal. Um, this is right after some crazy stuff happens at Animal Farm, and it's just a quote that stuck out to me. Um, sorry for all the book noises. I am looking through the book. That That's about it. It's, it's a good book if you like classic books, and if it's tailored to your taste. Don't get a revised edition. Get the original. Always, always, always get the original. And another thing to add, do not... If the book you're reading is a movie... Please, please read the book first, and when you're watching the movie, don't watch it with other people because all you want to do is pick it apart. But don't watch the movie because before you read the book because it ruins the book. Just like reading the book before watching the movie kind of ruins the movie for the other people sitting around you while you pick it apart. Trust me, I did it with Maze Runner, and my mom wanted to kill me. So, that's it. Uh, if you're hearing background noise, like people cheering, that's because it's Sunday, football day, and... Yeah, people are very loud on football day. So, have a nice day. Happy Sunday. And I will try to add another one in a week. Good day.